If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Stuff.biz. Oh my God! It's eleven thirty-two on the Beast Coast. Jesus. I yeah, thought, I thought we were gonna we weren't gonna do prep because we were gonna start early, and then we didn't start early because Windows is a wonderful. It's a great platform. Uh, yeah, these tools are fantastic, and we're stuck with it because yeah. there's no way anybody's ever installing anything Penguin related with a or a guy named Linus with his blanket. Yeah, never doing it. Well, that's just no good for a desktop. Sorry, like it's just no good to use. It's like you should install Linux so that when something goes wrong, there's a lot of like resources. No there's a lot of resources you can go tinker with it and make it worse. There's just more yeah. like there's just more like community based, you know, troubleshooting stuff you can go well, do in configuration. Anyway, I can't be totally anti Linux because I Linux can. runs all of our servers like anybody, but that's what it's good for. It yeah. is not good for running a fucking desktop system. I will never do that. It's, just, it's just a needless pain in the ass. Windows isn't good for it either. Roll That's true. <laughs> what is this? You know 10, why this Windows is 1018. Sucks? Oh, yeah. You know, you know one reason Windows sucks? Because it's a free market. Because anybody can make Windows hardware. And anyone can make components. Anybody can make these add-ons and stuff. Apple is a central command economy, and while more expensive, it yeah. works. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. That's fine. You know, I don't like it. Sometimes people don't like the truth. That's not a. That's not a good argument for like having centralized control and plan because they're the ones that they're the ones that led the way with phasing out the headphone plug, and so now everybody has phones that you can't plug in a pair of headphones and a charger to at the same Whoa. time. Sure. I don't like that. I don't like it. But remember, they didn't have to do that. They did that because they're assholes. Right. That's the problem with not like having. That's yeah. not having. We, we need to have another crappy choice that has a different set of pitfalls. Like, you could install this hard this card. <laughs> Might not work. Might brick the whole machine. We make don't... no guarantees. <laughs> I like that. Like right now, uh, the uh, like the cuck. Uh, was it called the cuck continuum? Was that your old computer? It it <laughs> runs it runs as my server for like backup stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have I have video content on there, and my I have an iTunes library on there. Library. You just you just reminded me of something I learned about over the weekend. Have you ever heard of cucksumerism? Here's how cucksumerism works. I'm dying to know now. I can guess from context clues (laughs) what that means. Cucksumerism is like so you've got these unboxing videos on YouTube, right? Oh God. Oh, you, I hate you those. buy the thing, and then you have a famous person open the thing. That. They do the Dude, unboxing. So the worst is cucked. the worst is when it's not even a famous person; it's just some jerk who's <laughs> opening a thing you want. Or it's is the it like, worst just fucking like, thing you ever? Don't even have it. You just watch the video. You just watch the unboxing video, and you get like the vicarious. I I, I don't get anything out of it's it. It's just you just like to watch. <laughs> I've seen them, and I'm just like. I'll only watch something like that if it's something I'm thinking of buying. Just, and I wanna you, wanna, know. you wanna watch an Alpha Chad unbox the thing that you bought and then vicariously enjoy it that way. Just hire someone to come well, over and open the box for you. 
Like I said, I've only ever watched an unboxing video if it's something I'm if it's like an expensive, more expensive type thing, and I'm thinking of getting it, and I want to see actually what comes. Well, with I want to see that the features and what comes with. I don't want to watch this porn because I've seen this where they like hand model opening the stuff and then. Like, oh yeah, yeah no, they plastic. go way too far. It's these, like oh these my videos God. should be informative and and to the point and not like yeah. not like overly pimping it. It should be in, informational. Like well, here's the thing what you with get the cook, if you buy this. Consumerism is a distinct genre where you literally do buy the thing. Like I think in this case it was Dragon Ball Z cards. You send the product to the guy oh. and he opens it. Wow. Maybe that I'll start doing that's, that. That's a whole other level. Because that's not. That even, sounds I'm like easy money. Like, like, all right, I'll start doing that. I was thinking more like, yeah, we, like, all right, right. But I was thinking more like along the lines of oh, I'm going to get a new computer or uh, like some Dude. some device that has technical aspects to it, and I want to see the accessories, the add-ons, and, oh, and man, work on, you know. do that. That's but what that's what that's what Jesse could do on the stream. Something. He could he can have people send him like guitars that they bought, and then he opens them on the air and charges them for it, and then sends it back to. Them. Yeah. I open them. That's Don't even use them. Just you just show like what's inside. You open the case candy and whatnot, and you just show off yeah. the uh, the Q the the QC inspection card and who who initialed it. It sounds terrible. This sounds like the perfect kind of. I mean, if if people if people adjacent to arc circles will send money to a person pretending to be an anime girl just because, then why not why not send me something to open for you? Like I'll open your box. I'll send the box back unopened, or I'll send the box back open. So maybe maybe you like you don't have a knife handy. This could this could go great. This could be the new this could be a new level of uh of oh, online man. propaganda. You like my there's fucking even a, dude, there's my, even a form of branding where you brag about well so and so opened my product. This has been touched by so and so. Wow. This is something that's been talked about actually for years before we heard about it. Uh I'm seeing something on Urban Dictionary and on, on Reddit, BreadTube. BreadTube is outraged by this the Brit youtube uh, why this is Brit their tube. shit they, well they prefer that like they want actual cuckoldry they want like, actually just yeah. cuckold they actually are like no no this is not this is like cuck cuck this is like this is like inception cucking like i want just real cuckold maybe like just maybe, straight i wonder if yeah. i can if i can hire somebody to watch bread tube content for me so i don't have to or i could just not watch yeah, but it. that but then you're just but that but that's more just like i would do that to my worst enemy i'd be like here you must watch bread tube yeah that sounds yeah. like fun. Here, go watch BreadTube videos. Go watch Vouch for a while. Bread, bread, bread. I hate those people. So you know, much. I used to think BreadTube was actually like a website. I thought they had actually set up like their own site and their own platform, but no, it's just YouTube. It's just they're just using. They're, they're like, it's like. Is it just a ta- hashtag? Is this some kind of like? It's just a hashtag and stuff. Like, like I don't even know how you identify them. Like, oh, here's some. It's just like a circle of YouTube. Of so it's like a circle YouTube jerk of like online liberal yeah. talking points right, dressed right. up as anarchism masquerading as anarchism yeah. i would i would say although it's basically the same thing i would say like i wonder if there's a term we- oh 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 you don't like interruptions well this is a different kind of an interruption this is a pre-recorded interruption to remind you that you wouldn't be hearing this interruption if you would actually pony up support our work here at trs and buy a subscription to the show it's only ten dollars a month uh, un- un- unless you're using like e-checks, then there's some extra fees because the e-checks fucking suck. Don't use those. The point is, we need your support. You can't use credit cards anymore. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but we still need you to help us out. And if you're enjoying the content, uh, these silly commercials will go away. We won't bother you anymore if you just do. So go to the right stuff. Biz slash paywall. Uh, make an order. You can use e-checks. You can mail in a money order. You can use. A bunch of different cryptocurrencies, all which suck and are annoying, but we'll get it figured out. Or you can go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, 
and you can uh, give me a donation there and send me a screenshot of the transaction. We'll get you figured out. So, yeah. I guess any second now we'll go back to the show. I don't know when because I don't want these to be quick and predictable so that you can't just skip through them to make them go away. So this one's going to be a little extra long. But yeah, you need a subscription. You need a subscription. You can come up with about like uh, being a, being an anarchist, but like using like all this capitalist crap to like your greatest advantage, and and not only, but see mm. things they would they wouldn't be ashamed of that. Like yeah, we use the stuff the capitalist market provides us because we have no choice. But like no, no, but you you are the that thing though. Like mm. bread tube is just, is like yeah. Well, you're well, well, you're you're a product when you do that stuff. Yeah, you're just a product. Yeah. Right, but I mean, it's one I thing to, to think be little, like, okay, I have to think I a little harder on that. But. For product, but it's another thing to do content for product while saying you're an anarchist and being like a NATO shill. That's quite. That's quite a. That's quite a thing. Now. Well, anybody being a NATO shill and not just owning up to like I'm a NATO shill Zionist. It's like I just don't want to hear what you have to say because it's. I mean, I'm a NATO I don't want to hear what you have to say either yeah. way. Either way, but I, I, it's I'll respect you more if you're honest. Well, I respect I'll respect you a little bit if like I've never dealt with someone like you before. You know, like if you if you legit have a reason, like I'm not a Zionist, but here's why I show for NATO. Are you actually no, no, I scratch it. I'm not interested. You're right. I wouldn't believe you. I just wouldn't believe you because they always say they're not Zionists. I mean, generally speaking, I mean, Vash wouldn't admit to being a Zionist. He is one, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't admit to it. Apparently, speaking of these fucking people, Destiny right. is like debating Milo or something. Did you hear about this? At like I think some no, I would have college. No I just they're gonna have a debate on Christian nationalism. They're selling tickets, unless it's all fake. Unless this is one thing, oh, I got trolled because I, I saw something online. I believe it was real. I wish a flaming meteor would strike that building. I, I just they're I charging are they, ninety nine dollars for tickets. Well, much like the much like the the uh, the ballyhoo over the bad monkey overdrive pedal that I that I covered on Just Jesse last week. It's because they're charging doesn't mean anybody's buying. Is anybody going to go? Is anyone going to pay a hundred dollars? I mean, I'm I'm wondering like no. what, like what keeps mm-hmm. making people like that pop back up into like people's thoughts because they've i mean destiny and milo are two people that i can't think of other than just you're just irrelevant to everyone now right like milo went milo flamed out with like his his uh his pedophile memory lane thing and since then he's just been in the background like trying to do revenge blackmail to anyone he can get a get a hold on um right he got involved. You should with, never got, like deal with that guy. He got involved with the yay thing and, and tanked it, and that's over. And Destiny, Destiny was just an annoying like game streamer who went. Who I think he became like a turf. Perhaps he went anti tranny. I think and sort of, uh, but it's um, just sort of like no one's asking him. Like I don't know <clears throat> what he was doing was telling like. Bread tubers, like hard leftists, like the online, the online left, right, which is actually yeah. toxic, also total toxic sure, shit sure. too, toxic waste dump. He was telling them like that they were going too far, and that this is going. He was basically doing a bit of like you're going to enable all of these right wingers by doing this stuff. And then the, he got, uh, I guess maybe he said something about trannies. I can't, I don't remember all of it because I didn't really follow. I just remember when he got canceled from Twitch. Then he went to Cozy because that's the only place that would have him. So he kind of had this weird relationship with Groypers, even though he is supposedly against their thing. And I guess now he's debating Milo 
on Christian nationalism. Maybe Destiny is is taking up the uh, the cause of Christian nationalism. I doubt it, though. I doubt it. But like, mm. it's it's dumb. And I just saw the advertisements, and it was like ninety nine dollars, and you get like backstage access to like hang out with the yeah, hang out with them. Going. And I'm like, see, I would. Pay, that's like exact. Like, you don't want to pay money to. You would pay money to like have them not be hanging out with you. Like if Milo was somewhere near me, I might I might pay ninety nine dollars to have someone make him go away, right? Like I would I would not I would pay to like not have to go. Or like if they kidnap me and put me backstage, I'd be like, for ninety nine dollars, we'll let you leave. And I'll be like, okay, all right, I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'd be like, okay, ninety nine dollars, so I don't have to hang out back here. Otherwise, yeah, fine, all right, I'll pay it. I don't know. Right. So yeah, there's just nothing. It's I not mean, gonna. Nothing's gonna happen with it. I probably shouldn't even mentioned it. I mean, between between Trump, DeSantis, and like the flame out, like these people just aren't like branding yours like or acting as if I'm also with these people, but I'm better than them. It's just a fail. Like going out and yeah, go, going out to uh, to declare yourself the true the true conservative or whatever, and these people are running like that's like okay, you're like the real loser. You're the real out of touch weirdo that has bizarre ideological positions that don't make sense in real life. Okay, I guess. Well, the thing about like the Christian nationalism thing, it's like, what even is it, and who supports it, and where is it going? So, because See, this is, these I are forgot to, who I are, forgot to include that in what I just said because it's so irrelevant. It doesn't even matter. Like there is no Christ, Christian nationalism. It just doesn't exist. Right. It doesn't. Yeah, I have it's people a fake on thing. Telegram tell me that we should not alienate the Christian nationalists. That actually they don't happens. exist. You can't. There's, There's no not, such thing. They're, 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 yeah, they're not. They're not out there. There aren't any. Yeah, no, it's impossible to alienate them because it's a fake movement. Like it's not real, and and they don't. You know, it's basically made. What it is is there's a group of people who are really just like online drama enjoyers that say they're Christian nationalists, but all they are are online drama enjoyers. Because that's all they ever talk about. You do something terrible and like immoral and repugnant and disgusting, and then yell, Christ is king. I've seen it. That's the internet. Right, yeah. No. And it's, it's an internet. It's basically a troll movement. It's not real. And it's an effort to... Let's talk just about Kanye West there for a second. Do, do something repugnant and disgusting and yell, out, Christ is king. Well, that's the kind of stuff he does. But see, he, he also, Kanye West's statement that he made a few days ago, I guess, has now discredited this whole fucking thing. Because those guys were, when Milo came out and said... Kanye has fired all these people. It's over. This was like a month ago, and I didn't say anything about it because I didn't have verification. I also just didn't really want to talk about it because it had already been dead for like three months. But apparently, he was probably telling the truth on that. Oh, I still and, haven't seen the confirmation. Trying to, it's been that's been that? that's been denied that it's like Yay twenty four is still happening, bros. Like I don't I don't know. I just don't even. It doesn't matter if Yay twenty four is still going. That's like well, the he real loves big Jewish point. people, so the whole thing gonna, is, 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 is the whole gonna, thing is done. Like, is I, he gonna I run Jonah Hill as his vice president. I have to concur well, that, he, like, he, I have to concur, like Jonah Hill dressed up as like a chubby, like fake Eminem in that movie, trying to fit in with high school kids. That was a that, that was a that really movie good was bit. Funny. That I'll was a good you, bit. I haven't even spoken him to with I the blonde hair before. and like doing the, doing like the not so slim shady bit. That was awesome. Didn't they call him not so slim like, shady? It was, it, was, it was funny stuff. That was good. That was good. Well, it was also funny how like they were they were doing like '90s shit and. Like, he went back to be, like, 90s cool kids, and, like, everybody was like, wait, what the fuck is yeah, this Yeah, it was good. Like, <laughs> it was good. I mean, like, but, if you're, um, you're going to watch Jonah Hill to, like, undo your any why not something, watch something good with some emotion and some range to, like, watch, like, Cyrus or something. It's like, oh, I just watched Cyrus again. Jonah Hill. He's really talented. I don't know what that, I've never heard Cy of Cyrus. Cyrus is, like, it's him in, uh, 
Uh, who's the guy that was in Brothers with fucking Will Ferrell, the curly hair dude? Uh, Riley, John C. Riley. Oh, that, it's like he's actually been pretty funny in the past. But it's it's like a it's Dr. Of, Stephen Brule. Yeah, yeah, but it's more of a dramedy where like Stephen Brule is like dating Jonah Hill's mom or something, and they're trying to get along. It's and like he's and so it's Jonah Hill like trying to like scare him away. It's pretty. It's but it's a dramedy, so it was like kind of dark. Also very forgettable. I saw it once, but at least yeah. like at least like if you're gonna. This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use crypto, e-checks, mail in a money order, or even use your credit card on Sven's Odyssey channel. The link will be below in the show notes. That's the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Say that Jonah Hill changed my mind about Jews. Like, pick something outside. Pick Don't pick, like, a dumb, like, popcorn well, yeah, fucking reboot he, of... Kanye of West is, is black. And an idiot. So, for him, like, something like that, he... he I mean, literally, that just shows... Alex was just right about all these things. Yeah. Um, but well, the thing the, is this. All well, right, enjoy, enjoy, enjoying the anti-Semitic moment while it happened was funny. Like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, they no. spun out and got my upset, but it's never going to go like, anywhere. My point of that whole thing was... Kanye West comes out and he says stuff that's kind of the same kinds of things we say. We should just let it go. Just like let that just like ride that wave while it's happening. There's no need to jump on board and attack him at the same time. All these kikes and, and whatnot are attacking him. Just enjoy it. But we always knew some of us maybe didn't. Who knows? Some people went and kind of ruined, kind of went way too far. Uh, a lot of people didn't know who Kanye West was. They were aware that Kanye West was famous. Well, that's not my point. Nobody's saying beyond that's that. Not, that's they didn't, not, to, they didn't even need to know that, that. A lot of them didn't. People, look, look, in the end, our position was right across the board. And, uh, you know what I think it was? Usual, like, people once knew, again, and, and, like, why even, could, why even when it was going on. Stanley Kubrick changed my mind about you. That's a gimme. Stanley Kubrick okay. is a gimme. He could have well, said see, that. None of this is interesting, I'm re- though. Like, I'm really cares? annoyed. I wanted to talk about the overall phenomena of it. Like thank, the, so thank God he didn't say Seth Rogen, or I would have been really mad. I can't tell who's like worse, Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill. They're both really shitty. Uh, Seth Rogen's worse. You think but so? it's like one notch lower. It's like, I don't know, Pineapple, like Pineapple Express or McLovin? Like, which one's worse? I don't know. <laughs> who, who cares, though? Exactly. Like, the none po- of this matters. Well, the the point, I want to talk about the, like the, the actual but, phenomenon. Well, the, phenomen- the phenomenon is like... People in politics desperate for a shortcut, like or a, uh, a shortcut. Like you're not going to get a shortcut. Well, or or both. Really. You know, All right. right. I mean, time. I don't <laughs> really know, even know what shortcut means. I don't want to think about it. But a shortcut, like it's not happening. Like, you're not going to have a personality based based well, uh, shortcut. Kind of you my have thing. to you with, have to build Christian. You have to build a, a a party. You have to build an ideology. You have to build a foundation, a vanguard, whatever you want to call it, that everyone can jump on and support. And you can't. You're not. I mean, Donald Trump was a fun yes. attempt at it. Uh, that totally fit. You're not going to get it from Kanye. Not, there's not going to be like you're not going to get it from Mel Gibson. All you can do is just. So annoy this it when is this something. is what I wanted to talk about is yeah. that the, the reason Christian nationalism isn't really a thing is because they're not trying to make it a thing. There there are a few personalities that say they're Christian nationalists and then they try and glom on to whatever thing there is. Right. For a while, it's Trump, but then Kanye comes along. He's famous, so he said something about Jews, even though he was going more hardcore than those people would. They still think these things, right? Because they've been, they know everything that we know, and, yeah. and they agree with all the stuff. So they they think all this stuff. They just have this other strategy. So they finally they oh someone famous is going to make it okay. So they jump on board with them, and then <clears throat> like let's just say 
he's a mercurial character. He's not necessarily going to always do what you want. You can't control him. And here he's now just throwing, he's now just made it pointless. If yay 24 is still a thing, he made it completely irrelevant by saying what he said the other day. So when you go out and you say, now I love Jewish people again, it's wrong. And you just repeat boilerplate, liberal, individualistic liberalism stuff, like just boilerplate stuff. It's clear also to me that Kanye West is not interested in running for president anymore. He is trying to find a way to get the Jews off his back and claw back some kind of a career that he can have. He realized that, in fact, once they cut him off, he couldn't put out any, as as Podhoretz said to Brett Stevens, he can't drop new product. He can't drop any new product, whether they be fucking retarded looking shoes or like a shitty fucking rap song or some like, you know, clothing line that looks like a garbage bag. He can't do any of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> he can't do any or some, or, or, you know, he can't do any of that unless Jews are backing him. So and that's what he wants to be doing. So he's very fashion forward in this way. <laughs> but yeah, so so there it is. So it's just it's even if it's um. I mean, and I wonder, like, those those people who, like, immediately jumped ship to go and follow this bandwagon, it's like, I mean, you kind well, of, they could, I'm not, we all know who we're talking about, it doesn't really matter, but it's just like, it's just, you look kind of dumb. I mean, it's, it's a shame, and I've, I'm sorry this happened to you, but, you know, you should have, like, just listen. Don't get mad. People always get mad at us, but we've been doing this for 10 years, and uh, we are proven to be right more like significantly more often than not i'm not going to say we've never been wrong but it's significantly more often than not well, we've been correct on this more importantly like where the we point is more importantly where we were wrong is highly instructive and people are ignoring where we were wrong oh uh, yeah we, we were wrong because we initially thought this stuff could work we went through we went with trump and it didn't work <laughs> and we hung on to it right. for a long time because we had chosen the path and then finally like okay and uh, with, when the end of the, the government shut down over the walls, like, okay, that's it. It's over. We didn't, but everybody we, else we kept on. pretty bad yeah, Trump there was, there was a perception we back were... in, like, was it 2015 or so that meme culture and those red pill moments, that was going to work. That was going to wake up the normie. You have somebody dispense a red pill. The normie takes that red pill. He swallows it, and he transforms into a, a Nazi. But that never materialized. That never happened. And not only that. The the what those people also get wrong is that like the normie mug. probably is more red pilled than you think, but he's afraid. Normie's just a normie, and you're afraid. And so what really happened is many of these red pill people became decided to just pretend to be normies. But the fact is, it's like that. That's not going to work either. The point being that the other the, thing the, is, you you essentially you've got like an, a, a a group of of red pill enjoyers. <clears throat> they eat the red pill, they shit the red pill out, and they get excited for the next red pill, and they eat that one, they shit that one out, and they're just going about their business. It's just another form of consumable media for them. And then you get stuff like the enjoy the decline crap, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, I love these moments that where the system reveals itself. And it's like, sure, I like that too, but like, you're just enjoying it, right? My thing is this. Saying we shouldn't insult Christian. I'm not insulting Christians, but the Christian nationalist movement as led by Milo is a fake thing. That was and the gaslighting, though, that they would do. If people want to get mad, then get fuck, mad. These and fucking can... shitheads would be like trying to conflate, oh, you guys hate the Christian nationalists, you're going to piss off the Christians. Like, no, I'm not, because no Christian identifies as Christian nationalist. They don't think that way. They right, don't identify right. that way. 
Right. And we've always made that distinction. And we're talking about the Christian nationalist movement, so-called, as is conceived of by this small group of content creators who don't do any real organizing, whose method of organizing is to do stunts and to try and get pictures of themselves next to a famous person. And, and, then when, and you, when you point that out to them, you know, you know what the next level is? They do like the Schrodinger's Christian nationalist. Like, well, OK, that's Republican gay op that's happening. But what about like the real potential maybe out there Christian that's like a nationalist that doesn't really exist? But hypothetically, you could be alienating that guy. It's possible, yeah, right? Maybe. But maybe, like, maybe maybe what you're doing right now is alienating an actual white person. Yeah, like maybe what you're doing is incredibly dishonest intellectually. Maybe that's what's happening. Well, the other thing is this. It's like the, the whole thing of it is that it's literally like they feel that they can uh, – they feel that they can defend Christian nationalism. They feel like that's something that they can – the thing is though – they really can't, and they it, it doesn't actually stand up to much scrutiny because they don't – you know, it's sort of like when you get these anti-woke conservatives because uh, that's a much larger and more successful gay op that is actually run – is being run by the Republican Party itself, this anti-woke thing. And these guys are also, of course, part of that. Or maybe they call that out too. I don't know. But they can't explain. Oh, hi, guys. Here's another pre-recorded interruption, not an actual interruption. I'm just here to remind you, we need you to go ahead and pick up a subscription at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can use money orders, you can use crypto, you can use e-checks, you can even go to my Odyssey channel, Uncle Spend's other tone stream, and you can use your credit card on there to get around the Jews' uh, banishment of our banking services. That works. So you can do that until you can't. I don't know. But thanks. We'll be right back to the show now. Explain what woke is, right? We've just, we've discussed this. We showed the video of that Bethany Mandel, that Jewish girl, saying she can't explain what it is. My point here is that the, the whole the thing that people never wanted to do, and the thing that the the so called the phony Christian nationalist movement wants to do, uh, it doesn't want to do. They don't want to actually do any organizing. It's purely an online thing. It's purely stunts. It's purely fun and games. Get get troll somebody. Get a picture of a celebrity. Give out a red pill, and it's all just spinning its wheels. So our idea, which may work, may not. But our idea is that we have to actually form an organization with a conscious ideology and a conscious idea of intervening by, by you know, getting a lot of people involved with it and putting actual political pressure on our own behalf rather than like counting on some and not using any fake proxy, not saying we're this or that, like, be like, no, this is this is what we are. And it seems to be working so far. We're growing. Every day, every time I go to a function, I meet new people. I met a bunch of new people over the weekend, people who had not ever been to an NJP thing before. We had a little thing over the weekend, and, and uh, it was a private thing. Uh, well, I mean, the ultimately, that I gave did not come out. <laughs> that's that's only the only real metric for speech? success that you've got is your organization. Minutes. I didn't know how many speech. people you've got in organization. Yeah, like, you could have missed but, it because... Like, I, <laughs> like, don't come at me and, and tell me about like this. Uh, look at the red pills on the internet. Like, that's all abstract. It's all very conceptual. It's it, it's not material. It's not real. Right. Like, oh, Kanye West dropped a red pill. Well, fucking so what? What did this result in? What changed? Right. I'm Anything saying more, pe- more people are red pilled than you think too. This is like you know this is the idea that like if we do like metapolitics, we change people's minds through online arguments, then something will happen. But it's like right, but. I can see that. Ultimately, you have to change people's minds. 
and online arguments is a good way to do it. But when people whose minds have been changed then start to actually do political action, then you just attack them. So what was the point of your red pilling at all if you're going to attack people who, who, right. who actually take these ideas and, and start to do political action? It doesn't make any sense because you just yeah. want to be a comfy online. It's just it's all coming. It's yeah, all because coming. because yeah. you, you are you are part of that online race like that is the way that you engage with the world. Yeah. You, you consume memes. You enjoy memes. You think that this is a, a lot of fun and things are being done and they're really not. It's really not changing anything. Right. But lots of stuff is going on that's more interesting than this, though. But yes, I did I give say, a, a short speech. It was like five minutes. It was during the middle when the band was taking a little break. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't planned, but um, I did it anyway. And it was fun. But the audio came out like total shit. Mm. But that's okay. Because well, that's because we didn't actually plan it. And also, we didn't have any power. <laughs> yeah, the power went out. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. If we had power, probably I would have had a microphone and we would have got, got everyone into the room and I would have done a, a more real thing. But I would just instead of just yelling into a dark room. <laughs> Can we a, potentially do a little lighthearted Snoop Dogg content real fast? OK, you want to do this? This is something I did want to analyze. But I mean, I think we, we have to talk about this shit in Israel because this shit is, is going crazy in Israel. But we could talk about this. Um, this is, I think. Again, with all of these things, there's so much more. There's so much more to what's going on here than like just immediately me CI. But whatever. Yeah, I don't even think it's lighthearted. I think it's actually something to talk about here. But I think it's actually rather depressing how the things actually work. Yes, <laughs> it's extremely depressing. It's like really dumb, but it's also like it's also just like yeah. I don't, I don't you know. live in a totalitarian state. Yeah. My playing and, and the rules are retarded. The rules are insane. Yeah. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> that was a funny joke, right? I, I tried to play the video and nothing happened. There you go. Uh -huh. That was a funny joke. Well, we know. Come, come up. With. Okay. And now Twitter does the. I'm gonna automatically start playing. Come up with. I think that'd be pretty cool. Well, we know it. She'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you, Julie. What do you think about that? Huh? Huh? She says. <laughs> well, this. You see the the fucking mixed race guy or whatever the fuck he is on the side. They're like, oh. So is the narrative here oh. that like? So is the narrative here like the uh, the Midwest Oshocks like boomer lady has accepted the Negroization of American culture and has participated in it happily. And this is now she's now she's gonna get fired because she said full shizzle my nizzle. Oh, she got fired. So she got fired. She got fired for saying a thing. Got fired like thirty seconds after they went off there. They probably literally yanked her off of the fucking stage. I mean, I don't even do jokes about her having a Snoop Dogg tattoo. She says a cringy old Snoop Dogg line, and there goes your job. And you can see the. Oh, this is pretty annoying. You don't want to hear my voice. You want to hear uh, Mike finish his thought, huh? But uh, you can't because you don't have a subscription. You should go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. Bag it. Guy on the on, next to her knows it's about to happen. He's like, oh, there goes your job. Yeah, this is like uh, this is this is like the butter lady when Ghost. she lost. That's good. I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad everyone knows when the stochastic terrorism is about to hit. I hope like everyone knows where the. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. Well, everyone, but like. I love how everyone. Um, let's tell me. Do a news story about the uh, social credit scores in communist China. 
yeah, after right. fight after that. Just show me that. Well, here's my thing though. Here's what's so funny is the the person, the people, the white, the the cringy white people who uh, see themselves who aren't racist, who like seem to like enjoy like stupid black shit, are the ones that fall prey to this. That's what's so interesting about this system is that in fact, if you want a way to detect a racist, the best way is somebody who actually adheres to all your fucking speech codes really well, because that's someone who understands the system and knows how to navigate it. And, and a racist is more equipped an actual racist an actual white racist is more equipped to navigate this system because they understand what's going on than a cringy white boomer who considers himself to be anti-racist and an and enjoyer of certain black things and then takes liberties by using certain words that privileged blacks is a privileged class. They have a, they are allowed to have a special language and special words that they can use. That white people are not allowed to use or to access. And um, so you being an anti-racist, you being an actual enjoyer of blacks and black culture and wanting to be seen as cool will immediately fall into these pitfalls and have your life fucking destroyed by these people. Um, whereas somebody who's, you know, someone like us would never say for chisel mine is the one because it's cringe is it actually is just stupid. Okay. It's dumb. Black, the things that black people say are stupid. They sound fucking dumb. They're retarded. <laughs> it sounds fucking stupid. And so I wouldn't say it just on that grounds, but also did Martha Stewart ever um, say that? Didn't they used to work together? Like Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg? I mean, uh, got any, any no, Martha Stewart's probably actually somewhat racist. So she knows better than to say uh, these things. I, I think Snoop Dogg's probably afraid of Martha Stewart. I mean, she has been to prison. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah. Been more did, That's did true. More, she was more, more real than him. Yeah. But no, I think Martha Stewart also is much more of a, is much smarter than, <laughs> like, she's well aware of what, what these boundaries are and what she can and can't do. Well, right? is, is Nizzle a slur? Like, I don't think it's a slur. I mean, it's so supposed f- to be nigga, though. It's supposed to be nigga. But it's like, it's, it's something that never really took off because Snoop Dogg, even back then, man, he was, he was getting kind of cringe even back in that day. But it's yeah. like a silly term Our, of endearment that I just wouldn't yeah, use. Yeah, it's just a it's dumb. Stupid. It was never meant to be for real, but it's just stupid. Like, I mean, look, it's. it's I'm not like I'm also. You know, I'm, look, is, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at the swarm of replies. I'm. I'm not believing anybody's outrage over this. Like, I think you're just. You're all just play acting no, too. No, no, this is no totally fake. Like, there's a couple people thing, that are no like, no one is outraged. Yeah, I feel like Snoop Dogg became cringe after Gin and Juice. Like that was the last time he was actually respectable as like a black rapper and then after that it was like this dude has jumped the shark yeah but he, he was kind of he's kind of because... like flavor flave you know he stays around because he became a cultural meme and he would do stuff like hang out with martha stewart and whatnot but anyway uh the point being though that like no one no one is outraged yeah no is anyone pretending to be outraged i mean there's somebody like this the same lady and there's like another clip of her that's supposed to be her saying let's see did you say actually something uh, racist in this clip? There's another clip that someone posted. Like, is this the same bitch? So we're gonna we're gonna get more we're gonna get more uh, evidence of her racism now. Okay, but she's probably just also girl, trying to be cool with niggas. Girl, sis, I know you well enough to know that those guys working behind you, they probably know who the celebrity game day picker is. So. You need to go swing by the Kroger's, get you a a, a chocolate pie. A chocolate pie. 
Oh, okay, I get it. Oh, so that this exaggerated southern accent is a nigger accent, right? You need to go offering it to some of those guys working behind you. Look at the scoop. And see if you can get the scoop from one of those for, for return. I know your your mother. So she's assuming that like black people all know each other or something like this, or that like niggers have some inside knowledge or something. Let's, let's, keep, let's keep going with this. Has got grand man. I think she's going to say another thing that's like not a slur, and they're going to pretend they're mad. No, your your mother or your grandmammy has got your some grandma- like- grandmammy. There it is, grandmammy. Really? Did she? Whip up. Did she say grandmammy? Grandmammy. They might have a recipe. Come on, man. Go with some. Sweet. So, so she what said, that means is she's just, she's from the deep south, and my my mother would be able to tell you what a mammy is. Mammies used to be a thing. Yeah, and Jamal, right. it's just a severely out of date, like Southern white lady whose firmware has not been updated in many generations. Apparently, well, it's the firmware was like you had an error in updating because <laughs> it was like as I went from being like a, 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 a Southerner who probably is just racist to trying not to be racist. But- Wait, what? Mike was going to say what? Did we all miss that? Is that because this is the free fag edition? Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. But like not like some signals got crossed. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be racist, but you can't say anything that black people say. Problem is, though, here's the thing, black people. Your your slang is mostly ripped off of Southern whites. So if you have an actual like deep South Southerner that's still going to talk in that way, they're not imitating black people. What you don't know is that you are you don't have a culture. Your culture is fake. Your slang, even the word nigger, came from those people. Okay, you, you didn't. <laughs> you, your whole accent and way of talking is actually ripped off from her culture. You've ripped off her culture. I see. I, f- I found a definition for fauxchizzlemanizzle. Fauxchizzlemanizzle uh, is a bastardization of fauxchizzlemanizzle. Which is a bastardization of, for sure, my nigga, which is a bastardization of, I concur with you wholeheartedly, my African-American brother. That's that's the etymology right there. Mm. It's fascinating. Yeah, it just makes me it's want to be- throw it's, myself it's, on, it's, down a flight of stairs. Yeah, can we just stop the show? Can I go do something else? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking, I mean, <laughs> this is such low-level <laughs> shit that they do now. It's like, so she well, lost her is, job. She said, like, she said mammy and nizzle, like clearly. This is our new KKK now, leader. Okay. This is who we're all going to be. My point. That's, that's my favorite part about can we all turn, of this. Like, can we so, tr- so hold on. Is is this woman representing like this the second coming of Adolf Hitler? Is she about to go out there and just genocide all the blacks and the Jews? Like, What power does she have? Well, we can turn her. We, she can be our 24 candidate. What is this well, lady's no, name? No, no, no. She, I don't want anything to do with her because she's not <laughs> racist. See, this is the thing. Oh, I know. That's just some... This is the point. This is exactly my point is that their system actually has gotten to the point where the people that are going to fall into it are going to be the least racist white people. The least racist white people are going to be the people ones that, that aren't racist and have no power like this entire Right. There's no coherency to this. Like, right. okay, so she's a social threat because she said grandmammy and faux shizzle. I think there is a coherency to it, though. This is well, there is if you're just punishing it's culture white terror. People. Yeah, it's just it's just cult. It's just terror. It's so, basically you can it doesn't sy- matter. You can systematically you get an actual racist. Or you not. can systematically remove 
whites from visibility and culture without having to be seen as like just doing it. Like you just keep right. waiting for someone to fall into the like ever like narrowing trap. Right. That I mean that's all it is. It's culture terror, like you said. But it's like it's like soft pedal. It's soft power. It's it's you know it's optics. It's an optics strategy. It's like we need to get rid of all whites, but we can't just cut the tall trees all at one. It's it's better to be seen as like oh well this one stepped out of line instead of word that's well, no good. So now funny thing with it, which is that like okay, so blacks are portrayed as like cool, right? The things they do and say. Yeah, like portrayed and in stuff. Jewish media yeah. as cool, as clever, and you know, blacks are very, you know, the ones at least that get on TV and stuff are rappers, and they've got a certain, they've got a certain kind of, I don't want to say like, they got a certain ability with words to like do funny wordplay and stuff. Like black, blacks have been relative, not all, a lot of like, and I'm, I mean, this is definitely not a majority because most blacks are just retards. Like literally, you trying, they can't even put two words together. They don't know what the fuck they're doing or thinking. The average one, but those that become celebrities like Snoop Dogg and stuff, you know, they're, they're snappy. They got banter, right? And so that's kind of one thing that some type of blacks can do. And they made this cool, and they made it like something you're supposed to like, and it's really cool. But then they do this, like, they, they it's actually really corny and stupid, but then they have this, like, rule. They cut off white people from being able to access this language. It's a pure power play. And the thing is, it's literally, like, the thing that is, the thing, the reason people don't like this woman, the reason people are reacting negatively to this woman, and even I have a negative reaction to her, it's because it's very cringy. It's somebody, it's really, it's, it's like someone trying, someone who's permanently on the outside trying to fit in trying to be cool like the cool people like the, what the tv says and it's very cringy whenever you see someone who's an outsider and kind of ham-fistedly trying to be one of the cool kids it's very cringy and you you want to be like just like stop you just fucking try hard right it's annoying and try hard and that's what i see with this one i wouldn't fire her for it but i would be like why are you trying to why are you trying to talk like a black person but the thing is this is something they have this permanent if you're hearing my voice right now, something has gone terribly, terribly wrong. Unless this is just how you want to live. Who am I to tell people to stop listening to free content that's constantly interrupted, that has to deal with my voice and whatever audio quality this is going to come out in? Who am I to tell people that they should be getting behind the paywall at the right stuff dot biz slash paywall? Especially if they're not white, which I assume that's what, what you probably are if you're hearing my voice right now. This is... That's just that's just my assumption. I could be wrong, but I mean, if you're not white, legally you do have to tell me that you're not white. This was I told Sven that I'd I'd record some commercials for him, and at first I thought I was gonna put some effort into it, but then I realized why don't I just ramble in the dumbest way possible and force you to listen to it? Because that's what you're doing right now. You are listening to this. What it, Mike was probably saying something very interesting, something very insightful, and now you're listening to me. Is this really what you want? Is this is this how you want to live? Do you want to be non-white? Because again, that's I just assume that's what you are. You could always fix that. You could rectify this problem by going to the right stuff slash paywall and getting yourself a subscription, and then you'll never have to hear me again, you know, unless I'm filling it or something. Permanent power to be able to do this because blacks are cool, white people aren't. So anytime a white person even says anything in black slang or imitates it at all it's like this is and they, they pretend like it's it's a big racist thing but it's just a pure it's a pure power play and like i said if you wanted to get now for those people who participate in this system and you want to get actual racists 
You're going to want to look long and hard at the white guy that never slips up. The white guy that never slips up is far more likely to actually be a racist. The kinds of people you get are are like, from what your perspective would be, like good-hearted white people. But I guess what it really is, is what they're mad at. What that makes them angry is like, this is somebody who doesn't know. They're just not welcome anymore. It's like it's yeah. like if if it's like someone turning up at a party they weren't invited to, someone who had been like ostracized turns up at the party anyway because they heard about it. Like, hey guys, what's going on? And you want them to just go because they're annoying, right? That's how they treat these. That's how they see this. That's what they're really mad about. It's not, and it's not like it's like why would it be so? Why would it inherently be like racist or hateful to try and talk like a black person? Why would it be? Well, they just made that up just to victimize white people. And it's there's, so there's a whole power dynamic here. So, of course, of course, it's not even like and saying like she's not really racist. Is the expected reaction. Mm-hmm. Like they are counting on that to be the reaction. And it, then it just cements the whole thing. It just further cements the whole the whole way it works. So, like, the, my thing is, like, this is this whole system is bullshit. This whole system is bullshit. And yeah, and the thing is they do it in such a way that even we don't really have much sympathy for this woman because it is kind of cringy. It is like kind of stupid and cringy, <laughs> but yeah. Also Christian nationalists, if any of you exist, like take note, they're basically, they're basically saying that like this cancels out her Christianity being this insensitive to black interest is not, is, is unchristian. That's the, that's another like side. That's a side plot going on in these threads. That's probably yeah. like just that's that's because apparently she's uh, known for being very Christian. She's got three kids. Uh, she seems to have a fairly conventional life. It's always them. Yeah. So this is so it's not Christian. I mean, I Wait. guess listening to Snoop Dogg isn't Christian. Well, if you're if yeah, you're that's that. actually true. But yeah, no. This is this is just like your sort of standard Southern woman. I didn't know that these types still existed. Yeah, they do. They do. They exist more than you. My thing. You know what's funny? Paula Dean, who who also Paula got Dean, in some amount of trouble for this. Other, she That's said the stuff lady. that was more. Yeah. She said the actual N word. She said stuff that was more real. You know, years ago, a couple of years ago, I was actually down south and thought because she, and we were like, she still has her restaurant chains and stuff, so she wasn't totally canceled. So we went by one of her restaurants to just because of the meme of she was a racist. Let's really go check out the restaurant or whatever. And like, no, it was packed to absolute wall to wall packed with fucking niggers. <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't get a table. They were like, yeah, it's gonna be like two, three hours for a table. We're like, yeah, no, thanks. And it was all blacks. It was like filled with fucking blacks. No one's getting a tip. The whole thing. <laughs> you don't want you don't yeah. want you don't want to be on the wait staff there. <laughs> so there is this funny relationship. Um, you know, there is this funny relationship with with blacks and a certain type of southerner. They do have this sort of weird relationship. But yeah, it's but of course also she just makes like <laughs> she's just making like a lot of fried food and stuff. <laughs> like just, blacks just love the food. They don't give a shit. A food though. So, so, so I find the commentary on, on this thing to be really funny too. When you well not funny, depressing. <laughs> Yeah, you go go in there and you see everybody like celebrating her being fired. I'm like, you are the same people who complain about communist China and their social credit policy. Well, did you know that in communist China, to get a demerit on your social credit, you have to commit an actual crime. You can't just uh, 
say for shizzle my nizzle. Right. Well, the thing is about this is that because of the, I mean, this is something where even like, um, like conservatives will also throw her under the bus because conservatives are desperate to be accepted and seen as cool by blacks too. I mean, she's probably conservative. She's probably really Republican or something like that. And so there's, there's this weird, just this, this fundamental, basically all the dynamics of this type of relationship just advantage blacks over whites, every single thing about it. And so in fact, if we really had a white supremacist culture, white people could just say whatever they wanted and no one would care. But like black people do, like black people are allowed to say whatever they want. They can be racist. They can be anti-white. They can be they can say whatever they want and nothing happens. And, and if a white person complains, then they then even just mentioning like black people got to say nigger. But that's a bad word. Why do they do that? And that's like, well, you don't understand. And, and it's all couched in this idea that there's some understanding that people are supposed to have. And it's sort of like, well, you know, because one excuse sometimes when people want to stick up with these people, they'll say like, well, she didn't understand. She didn't know. And they, it's literally like ignorance of the social credit system is no excuse. Right. Like they, they, they're like, no, you, how could you not understand how deeply you've injured the black community with what you've said, you know, I mean, what's funny is like, why would I care? The fucking black community shoots each other daily. Right. Oh and no. Again, so see, Alex, when you, all the stuff. When you say this, but they're not actually upset about it. As you said, no one's actually upset about it. They're gleeful. Like that uh, girl in Kentucky who, who actually said nigger to that nigger girl, that nigger girl was beaming. She loved it. It was the best thing that ever happened to her to have this white girl call her nigger and to have it on video. She won the fucking lottery. It's the nigger fucking lottery. So all of this shit, like the the thing is, these dynamics need to be talked about and pointed out because this isn't about like, I mean, and and saying the things when you say this woman isn't racist, which she's not, and people know that she's not, it doesn't. Why does that not work? Why can't you ever actually has that ever worked for anyone? No, it never works. Why doesn't it work? Right. Does, does anyone actually think that she goes to a clan meeting? The oppressed, I'm sure that joke is being made no. everywhere, but the, the well, niggers op- say that because niggers say that stuff because they get advantages by saying it. They, they there are blacks that will be saying like she going to a clan meeting. They don't even know what that means. They don't even understand what that even means. You can't, they know that when they say that, they get advantages. You can't say it's not racist and get anywhere with it because the oppressed, they don't get to set the rules of how the oppression works. That's right, basically exactly what it is. Right. When you're the under this kind of oppression, you don't get to say, you don't get, you don't get, get to decide, to you don't get to be, you don't get to be, the, the you don't get to be like oppressed and be the referee in the oppressed mm-hmm. wrestling match. Right. Like exactly. you don't get to do so that. So when you're the one that's, that the whole thing is set up to fuck with, you don't get to say, no, you don't get to call foul. Because it's not, right. there aren't actually any real rules. I mean, there's certain, there's yeah. certain rules, but like, they're not set in stone. They can certainly be adjusted at any time. Um, but yeah. The other thing so, is, Barbie Bassett here is a much higher quality human than anyone criticizing her, and definitely higher quality than Snoop Dogg. She has a Master of Science degree. She got the seal of approval from the American Meteorological Society, awarded Best Weather Cast several times. Uh, she, she won a bunch of beauty pageants, too. She's an opera singer, ventriloquist, pianist. A lot of talents, a whole lot of talents, and an education. Apparently, really well liked. But right. well, and so that's why all do these now. things? Why do these things happen? Right. That's so all going th- now.
This is pretty annoying, huh? All this can go away. You bought a paywall. Brightstuff.biz slash paywall. These things happen because that makes it even more important that she, because she was privileged, right? Oh, God. So, so yeah, the the thing is, what should really happen. Superior genetics, which niggers don't have. What should really happen here is is people, instead of like pleading, oh, she's not actually racist, she's not actually racist, people should call out, should point out the dynamics of this system and say that it's bullshit. Like the, the, this, the, this system whereby there are words that one class of people can use and another class of people's life gets ruined if they use them, that is like actually – that is a textbook type of racial oppression and racial attack. And I don't care – about the fucking long-suffering fucking mulatto on the side who's, like, cringing. I don't care about, like, the fucking nigger woman, on the, the frizzy-haired nigger woman on, on Twitter who talks about always needing to do self-care and who's always surrounded you by know, a bunch of crab people and backstabbers and haters. We, you ever, all niggers are complaining about is all the time. Oh, I'm surrounded by haters and backstabbers. We, we, watched, are. we watched that video recently but, of that nigger on the subway in New York City basically just racially intimidating that white family on the subway. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We watched that. Oh, and was I out that day? Maybe. Was that the day he wasn't here? Uh, there was two videos of him. I, I don't he, recall it. But yeah. He's directly harassing. He's basically he was calling them white monkeys. Whatever. He's doing this whole spiel. He yeah, basically yeah, he was doing he was doing an imagine if the races were reversed moment. You know, and a lot of the excuses for this person because basically what he was doing was indefensible. But the defenses were right. like, oh, this is like he's a, he's a he's a social media celebrity. Like he's doing this. This is for content. It's like, well, why don't they? Say that well, why this. is this kind of content that he gets to do? Well, why is this lady like? Why can't you make that excuse? Well, she's she's on TV. She's trying to entertain people, and she's saying funny things to be to be on television. Like she's doing a lighthearted, you know. Uh, yeah. She wasn't well, why, she why? wasn't intimidating anybody. She wasn't yelling no. at anybody. She wasn't trying to make anyone feel like they were in danger or making them feel like they need to retreat from the situation. No one was literally in danger in that situation. The guy was literally endangering people. They don't know what to do, and there's no. There's no support from the system around that. Like if they did and anything if they to defend badly, themselves, they will get. Well, you mean if you, you mean if they react react reasonably, where they attempt right. to do something by to get bad, away from them? Badly, I mean by the yeah, which is not bad. The, if they, if the they systems, yeah. I mean, it would be reasonable to say, "Shut the fuck up, nigger, and get away from my fucking family." Right. And then to that back, would be an and to be able to reasonable defensible thing to do, and to back that up with some kind of defensive force if you have to, because that's what it looked like the situation right. needed, and. The excuse is like, oh, he's just an online content creator. He's a TikTok. He's he's recording these videos for Facebook so Live. So he gets and stuff. to so he gets to abuse people. Yeah, he gets to he abuse gets to people. Intimidate, he gets to abuse and make people's lives miserable. He gets to, because he gets yeah. to do what white people get arrested for: ethnic intimidation yeah. in public on yeah, camera. Yeah, no, he can that, do that is ethnic intimidation. I mean, he should be charged with it, but he won't no, be because he won't, no, he's not. No, there's one video where there was a cop, basically like trying. Can you please just stop so I don't have to do anything about this? There was. The, the efforts of the police officer on the street in the other video where he was in like Times Square or something harassing someone it was I mean the, there was no move to stop him from anything it was just like can you please just like because well, like, the cop is afraid he loses his job if well, yeah he, he can't anything, he's, he's right? basically saying like I can't you know I'm not doing anything about this except other can you please just like like just begging him to please stop like no force was being used no one's gonna make him right. stop if if it was if the rights were reversed there would be you know now the thing is there was a time. And it was in with my lifetime, not yeah. so long ago, that the cops that would have made fly. that guy stop. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, even a few years ago, they would have been like, shut up. Get, walk, just get out of here. They wouldn't have necessarily arrested him. Can I see your ID? But they would have made him leave. They would ask him for his ID. Yeah. And then you could, have, you could, have, you could yeah. start the fight from there. Now we can yeah, go. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> that would have initiated the conflict. 
Yeah. Yeah. Pre- actually, uh, pre BLM, <clears throat> George Floyd shit. The cops would have stopped that. They would. They would have stopped him if he was directly. Yep. Like in Times Square, abusing and harassing anybody. They they would have been like, stop it. With the cameraman on but the now side. They won't. Like the video is him holding his video up, and it's somebody else is actually videoing the situation. So it's like he's got a. In a complex yeah, that's, that helps them do that's, it. that's a that's a funny trick that that online people that like yeah. some like they they have their phone like they're filming but someone's actually filming yeah. it and you don't realize that you're not watching what's on his phone you're actually watching a professionally shot video. Mm-hmm. Uh, many such cases, many viral videos and things like that. Many of these things of these awkward interactions in the supermarket, like these shots are framed and blocked out and set up, and it's all actually fake. I, I but, went, to, uh, went to another white woman real fast because I saw this, this story yesterday. Huh? I was reading an article on it, and I immediately became enraged whenever I saw the, the, a certain paragraph here. Uh, they're going after Lauren Witzke. A couple fags are suing her for uh, defamation um, in Texas. It's going to be pertinent here in a second. <clears throat> Shall I play this vid that you're asking? I, oh, my God. Days ago, I Dude. posted about the tweet that has run wild all over the internet from Lauren Witzke that defamed our family and the LGBTQ community in general. I told you guys that I'd hired Houston area attorney Tony Busby and that there would be more news on Monday. Well, it's Monday and I have updates. I had a lot of people telling me just to let it go, ignore it and just focus on my babies and my 1000% focus is uh, on my please babies. Please don't do that. that. Is- yeah, right. That's I don't exactly like the end of that. There's like that no entails. there's no incentives for him to let it go. Like what are you talking about? Like every yeah, incentive no, for me is to pursue system, this to the ends yeah. of the earth because I'll get upcomings in support for it. Here's my GoFundMe. I am pursuing this. I can't let this one go. My two daughters were exploited under false pretense for millions of people to see with Accusations. Yeah, you like to exploit them in private, right? That are not only disgusting but extremely damaging. Since he's saying they're daughters, I'm assuming that they're boys. Oh God. I don't. I don't know. I just. I know that the Whiskey. Her comments weren't. If you look at it, it's towing the line, maybe a tad bit, but she's not. Not doing like the explicit sort of defamation of like saying he's literally running a sex dungeon with his faggot husband, and they're just raping these little girls in the basement. She doesn't do that. But she does imply that there's some stuff going on, right? But if you look at this article, there's going to be a photo of Witzke. Right below there is a paragraph. I read that paragraph and immediately became enraged. And I was also like, there's no way this lawsuit should actually be able to to get pulled off. There's no way it should work. Um, Says that Vaughn filed his defamation lawsuit last week in Texas Central uh, District Court of Harris County. Most of Houston is located. In addition to seeking no more than 75... Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall for your subscription today. $1,000 in damages. Vaughn said he filed the legal action to make an example of Witzke and discourage her from spewing such comments about anyone in the future. Oh. That's, that's a slap suit. Slap. And Texas has an anti-slap law. Right, it's right, the Texas right. Citizens Participation Act. That's a fucking this is, slap this is suit. Something that, this, is something that, this, is a, this is something these people are going to... The problem is... Like, will that – like, Roberta Kaplan's suit was transparently a slap suit as well. This guy's Although, just Virginia, saying – he's saying it's a slap suit. So did Roberta Kaplan. Virginia doesn't have a very strong anti-slap statute, if I recall. I can't remember. Maybe it either does or doesn't. I don't think it does. But the thing is that it seems that 
they're going to always do this because that's what they're actually doing. And and if something like this faggot isn't going to understand what slap suit means, he's not going to understand that in theory, according to the American legal system, if you say I'm suing somebody to make them shut up, this is actually not considered valid under the system. Now, they do it all the time. They get away with it all the time. And typically, you know, after we actually started calling Roberta Kaplan out for openly saying it was a slap suit, she adjusted her rhetoric to be saying to make sure she always said that we're doing this to get justice for our clients. And so these people can't hurt other people again in the future. When at first she was just saying we're doing this to make sure to bankrupt these groups and shut them down. Um, and, and we complained about that. And of course, judge moon never did anything about it. Never, never threw the case out on those grounds, but she did start adjusting her rhetoric to make sure it was more in line with what could be defensible. But, um, these, these gays are not attorneys and they will go openly say that. Now, what would happen would be if, if I'm sure Lauren Witzke, if she's smart enough or has an attorney smart enough to complain about something like that. Um, and use invoke that Texas anti-slap law, which they should do, because I would my view is like even if the system isn't going to give you the victory, having them openly shun the, and disregard their own rules on behalf of these people is a discrediting moment that that needs to happen. It's if if that's the best you can get. If you're in the situation where you're getting sued anyway, the best thing maybe you can get is just totally discredit the system publicly and have people see. Look. The rules are supposed to be this and they're not and they're not because this person is gay, because this person is a privileged class. So I think this had to do with that. I saw these people going after this adoption agency, so-called Christian adoption agency that had decided to start letting gays adopt. And I guess she was attacking that. And and then so he's saying that this meant she was implying that there was some abuse going on. But I mean, it's like, you know, first of all, we don't know if there is or there isn't, okay? All we know is that there is a, to avoid getting sued myself, all we know is that there is a high incidence of homosexuals that adopt children abusing those children. High rates of this. We have examples of it happening in the past. We can prove what, what that it's happened. Here, they've got the screenshots. Uh, first of all, you're not a real Christian. If farming off infants to gay men sits well with you. Okay, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, they're public figures and therefore open to criticism. In, in fact, I hope they sue me too. I'd love to bring national attention to the issue of gay pedophiles using the means of surrogacy to have limited access to defenseless children. Mm-hmm. I mean, yet again, you're not being awfully specific about you could defend that statement. You can defend this. This is defensible stuff. This is definitely defensible under freedom of speech. You could defend that statement because you could say I didn't say they were pedophiles, but I, if they, su- I want to bring attention to that issue. Now, you know, you could. But the thing is, it's like again, also when this guy says that these are his daughters, like I'm assuming they're boys. I'm assuming biologically they're boys, and he's because they always they they these people always just do the opposite, right? Like it's basically you can guarantee. Like, what sex are your kids? Well, they're boys. Okay, so they're girls. Oh, these are my daughters. Okay, so they're boys. Like, you can just... It's almost a guarantee. So, despite, um, his, po- despite his posts on social media, D said Vaughn still qualifies as a private figure because... And then the third bullet point is Vaughn does not have access to the media to respond to Witzke's attack. And, well, how come... Yeah, he I does. heard I heard your response before I heard her attack. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, he absolutely has access to the media. I, w- I would say that's, that's fucking, not... That, 
So his I'm, their lawyers are are saying that. Yeah, I mean, or as, someone's just saying that. As I'm, well, that's uh, I don't know if that's some analyst that they hired to. Uh, who was saying this? Oh, a uh, a state an associate professor. Where? What is UD? University of Delaware? Because it's Delaware Online. I don't know. Yeah, I guess he, so. He's yeah. giving his three reasons why his name's not a household word. He has not thrust himself into a public controversy as you at Supreme Court qualifies this. And Vaughn does not have access to the media to respond to Whiskey's attack on him. I mean, this no, that's th- not, that's that's a very this all happened loose. on this all happened on social media. So I don't know how you can make that argument. Arguably, Lauren Whiskey's not. Um, Lauren Whiskey isn't a public figure on those basis either. So like, right, right. And what does it mean access to the media? If you have a big Instagram account that's access to media like this is yeah that, that's a nonsense argument that's actually a re- the fact that they're even um what the fact that they're even um responding to that is actually stupid like they should they should just ignore it like the, the whole public figure thing because while it is true it's much more difficult to prove a defamation against a public figure their argument should be it doesn't it doesn't matter like you know if i were their lawyer just objectively i would be like you can't looks, say someone's a pedophile, like yeah. no matter what. Like you can't it looks say like, that. Looks uh, like they broadened the anti-slap protections in, in 2019. I don't know what's going on in Texas right around then, September 1st, 2019. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, there I mean, was some some flexing by libtards or something like that. I mean that that would make sense, but um, we'll see if uh, if the if they get if if Lauren Whiskey can access this. I mean. Um, this guy going out there and saying, um, that he's doing it to shut her up. I mean, that's pretty stupid, but you know, I don't trust any judge in this country though. I don't trust any judge, conservative judge, even less. I trust conservative judges even less than liberal judges. So, yeah. It's just it's just idiotic. Like, hey, 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 bro, no, you're not supposed to be able to do frivolous lawsuits to suppress somebody's ability to speak. That's a slap right. suit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the whole thing is, usually it's a lawsuit. By corporations. I mean, usually it's just used by Jews. Yeah. Right. Well, this is one of their this is one of their uh, surrogates. So you know, no, I mean, basically used by Jews. Like, okay, the Jews work through the LGBTQIA plus community now. So. That's why you can't trust yeah, a judge they, on it. You they, can't trust a jury on it. Because, uh, you know. Jews also have, um, there are certain things about, like, these kinds of things. Like, they want to weaken. Uh, oh, hi. Here's another interruption that's pre-recorded. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pay for a subscription. We need your support. We need your help. We can't do this for free because we're Jews. Protections for, um it's strange like they they had this there's a whole there's there's also maybe jews at odds with each other with each other on some of this but there there's there's law firms dedicated to like breaking down the barriers of what slander is there you go because jews want to be able to slander people and um this is good cnn if you're white if you're white and you've and you've posted a gif or a meme of a black person to express a strong emotion you may be guilty of wearing digital blackface so now these like like black reaction memes are digital blackface. So, oh yeah, I've heard of this. Is something. I am looking forward to those going away. Thank 
God. Right. No, this, the thing is that, like, um, this is actually something that they've been talking about for a while. I've seen this before, but now it's it's on CNN, and I'm sure it's a reaction to uh, somewhat to this controversy with this woman. But the whole idea of of it's like because the thing is, notice again, who what type of white person uses the black reaction gift, which are very cringy. Again, it's all cringy stuff, right? The funny thing is, is like. They're basically saying white people, you don't have rights to like post cringe. <laughs> so the which is like I guess it's double edged sword, but black, white people I will say white black reaction gifts are fucking cringy as fuck. But the thing is, it's again who does it? It's white people that aren't racist that like black people that like like funny black reactions that, that are like amused by it and think it's cool, think black people are cool and funny and they want to be like them or they want to be seen as cool like them. So they post and it's what's funny is you're going to get these rules are like actually most punishing to white people that consider themselves not racist. Again, an actual racist who thinks a, a black reaction gif is fucking retarded is not going to fall into this trap. So, the thing is, I think it's sort of like because racism is this big public taboo and everyone knows it and everyone knows it. Is it what they'd have to do? And we've discussed this on our program before. They have to get the people who adhere, but adhere in like a, a lower status way, like who, who do it, who do it, you know, like trying to be cool with blacks. It's like it's like the dynamic of being like a nerd with like the cool kids. And now they've just they just punish you with their with their social power. Um, you know, it's it, it, they're going to only be getting. I mean, of course, they're only going to be getting. And there have been people I remember NRX people used to discuss this and they'd have all these crazy theories about, well, of course, they want they want the white allies the most and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I think it's that they want scalps. The issue is that they want scalps. They, their thing that they do thrives on creating and and entrenching friend enemy distinctions and getting enemy scalps and expressing power by taking out individual people and an actual racist makes themselves a harder target for that but the person that makes himself an easy target is the white is a non-race not an anti-racist because an anti-racist also knows all the rules but a non-racist a non-racist white person who thinks black people are cool and funny is is like lambs to the slaughter in this system, and uh, that's what's going to happen. And so, yeah. Now you're going to learn yeah, about being a good of, ally. Yeah, this is what it takes. Well, the people that worry about being good allies are like the anti-racist, the the white people who are just like, I just like black people. I'm not racist. I like all races equally. Black people are funny, like that. Okay. Well, the, now the other thing done. is, like, have you not figured out how fast these rules change yet? Like, if you have been watching social media, you've been watching the news for the last, well, I don't know, five, no, ten they years. No, they haven't figured it out. <clears throat> Every week, it's a different rule. What, what, you, what you did last week is permissible. Well, it's going to get you fired now. But is it, though? I mean, is, are the rules all that different, though? Because when was it? When would you not? I mean, I guess this this digital blackface thing, but they they were talking about that years ago. They haven't implemented it as a rule yet. Whereas, if you ever a white person tweeted a black reaction gif, you lose your job. I wish they would. Hide your wife, but hide like, your kids. Now you're in trouble. Everybody posted right, that. All of America, every, all of America will go down for hide your wife, hide but your kids. But that was also that was also racist. 
Because the reason that people were goofing on that guy was because he was a stupid nigger. Because he was like a goofy, dumb, funny black. And dude, those remember like the auto tune the news people, which oh my dude, god, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. talk about Jesus. fucking cringe. They were always making fun of black people. Their songs were like always making fun of black people because there would be some black person on local news that was saying something funny and silly. They're doing the the, should, the court jester minstrel shit. We should bring it back. And jiving, Let's do a, silly shit. Let's do auto tune the Jews. Just take like Jonathan Greenblatt like statements about this or that. And start to turn that into yeah. goofy, goofy like synth pop mumble rap songs. Right yeah, yeah. Auto tune the Jews. I think those people probably were Jewish. Some of them. I don't know. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But they're still doing that shit. And it's fucking terrible. It's awful. Are they really? It was awful back then, and it's no. still bad. I figured that would have been dead by now. No, I think they're still... I mean, last time I checked was a few years ago. They were still doing it, so who knows? But no one watches it. It's The meme is long dead. That is like a... That is a mids meme. That is a meme from the mids. Three and a half million subscribers. No, they just did one two weeks ago. What was it? By Sleepy Joe on the mic. They know the clock stops for Joe and Barack. We're about to be cooking. You get the pan, I get the crock pot. Take a look inside your heart. Is there any room for me? I won't have to hold my breath till you get down on one knee because you only want to hold me when I'm looking good enough. Come on, man. Did you ever feel me? Would you ever picture us? So this is straight up just AI, like, uh, yeah, it's AI Obama. It's not even, they're just, they're just using the, uh, they're just making deep fakes to make them sing the song. Yeah, it's not even just, what it used to be. Dumb. It used to be they actually took news clips and Yeah, uh, they actually took people and did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but the AI is cheaper and faster at doing that. Yeah, yeah, and and also they were being racist. Like yeah, they were they much. were legitimately just making fun of goofy black people that said silly shit. Like hide your kids, hide your wife. And there was a whole bunch of other ones too. The double rainbow guy, that guy was like some kind of fucking beaner. Oh, I remember the like double high rainbow guy. out of his board. Oh, God. I was like blown out of his mind on fucking drugs. Like, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, I think that people kind of get my point on this is that like this is this is like and the thing that annoys me is is in a, in a way the conservative reaction enables this, right? Conservative. Now, you'll get some people who are who are out there saying, "Well, white people are just aren't allowed to say this." It's like, "Yeah, no, yes." That's That's true. Yeah. White people aren't that's exactly right. So now what are you going to do? Hey, everybody. Jordan Peterson here. I wrote a book about 12 rules for how to live your life. And I have a 13th rule for you. Subscribe to TRS. Go to the rightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your needs. You saying that and pointing that out isn't isn't or you, you with some indignance. So what do you want? You want white people just to be able to use cringy black lingo? Or do you want what I want is to upend this power dynamic, right? Like I, they, they're wanting a hall pass. And I'm like, fuck your hall pass. Like this, they're not going to give you a hall pass because it's a power dynamic that they're very comfortable with. And it's, the thing is, it's, it's a dumb, it's a fucking dumb power dynamic. It's really dumb. But, um, you know, I remember when I was a kid, you know, these types of incidents would happen. But typically, the system wouldn't, like, punish somebody for saying a thing unless they were just openly saying, like, nigger or something like that. But something, like, cringy and kind of, you know, tone deaf, mm. you wouldn't get it. They're, they're literally – people are getting fired and losing their job for being, like, tone deaf relative to 
the rules set by this elite class of like you know people and this so it's pure power dynamics it actually ties into like the Brandon sanderson thing that we were talking about oh yeah we gotta talk um, about that i so badly want to go on that one because it's like it's so insufferable and i found a photo of the author of oh dude i immediately looked for, for a photo of this author and i was like I don't know if he's Jewish, but he's definitely a fag. There's no question he's a fag. San Francisco fag. This is what can we was. get? Can we get a video of him anywhere? I want to see if there's video of him on here. Oh, there should because the photo I've got is from a conference. Yeah, so we should be able to find video. Of him. Okay, so I'll explain this. So it actually <laughs> kind of comes down yeah. to a similar kind of a thing, where Brandon Sanderson, the fantasy author. I mean, do we have enough time to do this? I mean, I don't know man, how much time we want to spend, but I, actually, I could actually spend a little bit of time. I know Alex wants to weigh in on it. I'd, I'd, love to, we, I'd like to spend a lot and of time on it. And we still, have to, we still and, uh, have to talk about Israel, but we can do yeah. that next hour. I'll start it. We'll pick it up next hour yeah. if, we, if, if we need to keep going. So Brandon Sanderson, uh, I, I, know, I know Sven's wife is a big fan. She reads them. Sometimes yeah. we've, I've read some of his book. I haven't read all of them. I've read some of them. I've read... Some a lot of them I read a long time ago. Warbreaker is a pretty good one. That this I read is not a long Bra- time ago. This is not Brandon Sanderson on on on. Hinge, that is though. This is the Brandon guy who. Sanderson. This is the guy who attacked. That is him. <laughs> the guy that wrote the hit piece on. Yeah. Him. And I don't know how to say his last name. It's like Jason Kehe or it's K E H E, not K X H E. K E H E. Uh, he's definitely <laughs> the opposite of K X H E. Like K X H E would actually destroy this guy. But um, yeah, I don't. So I don't know how to say that. K K. I'll just say K. We'll call him K. So Ke, Jason Ke, and I don't know if he's Jewish. I couldn't find out for sure. I did find that he wrote a lot of stuff that where he his writing appeared adjacent to people talking about gay and Jewish issues. But that could also be just because he's gay writing in those kinds of magazines. Anyway, he's been around for a little while. So he writes for Wired and he went out and he did an interview with Brandon Sanderson, the fantasy author, who is kind of a chubby nerdy guy but by all accounts he's a really sweet nice guy he's got a very wholesome family surrounds himself with family and friends he's got a lot of money and he's got kind of a nerd cave of a house but he has a whole community surrounding him and he goes out to conventions to sign his books and the fans love him he's got a relationship with his fan base everything about it is totally innocent totally fine and innocent there's nothing wrong with any of it and it's mostly white people he's incredibly white his lifestyle is very white he's mormon and um, he is actually involved in the Mormon church and he contributes to the Mormon church financially, which is actually an undercurrent of this whole thing, um, which is one of the things that this was about was an attack on on Mormons. Um, and one, one thing that Jason Kess said that was sort of correct was that Brandon Sanderson's uh, set, like author, being an author and being known as a, a big world builder in the fantasy genre mm. is related to his being a Mormon. That's absolutely correct, because Mormonism is kind of like world a fantasy world building in and of itself. I mean, inherent on some level, on some level, all of religion is. But that's people do say they because the author pointed this out, and people do say this. They they do just call Mormonism the sci-fi version of Christianity. Well, Battlestar Galactica. Okay, (laughs) the guy that wrote that was Mormon, and there's Mormon theology in the script in the mythology of the show. Orson Scott Card is a Mormon. Um. There's probably a whole bunch of other of these fantasy fantasy. A lot of fantasy authors are Mormons, and it is because their religion is basically Joseph Smith was a fantasy world was it? He was a bit of a fantasy world builder himself. He's kind of one of the original ones. Um, and he even had like quest items. Like, what is it? There's like a <laughs> there's like there's like a golden 
scroll of, of, of Book of Mormon buried someplace in America or something like this, according to their legends. I don't know. And they there's like actually the gods exist as real life aliens on on planets in the solar system and other solar systems or galaxies. Now, I, I don't know if this I know that I've read some stuff about Mormon theology, and it seems that some types of Mormons have the do have these uh, beliefs. Some of them say it's figurative of course all you're always going to get some religious people saying well the, the doctrines are figurative it's metaphorical but then you'll get people like no that's just what we believe and i'm like it's cooler if it's not it's cooler if you actually think there's like a god on another planet <laughs> that's actually a pretty cool universe you built but anyway uh so this faggot goes out because he's like this guy's the most successful fantasy author right now and he, he grossed 55 million last year um, which was his biggest year ever because he did this GoFundMe during or this uh, Kickstarter campaign during the pandemic where he wrote a bunch of extra books. My thing with that was, was like, why do you you just stay home and write anyway? Like you have your mansion with your, presum, presumably your writing office in your mansion. Your access to that was not limited by COVID. That's like, a very <laughs> interesting dynamic because I just yeah. saw Catalyst Game Labs did a Kickstarter the other day for some BattleTech stuff. I think their goal was two million. They immediately hit four million. They're like up to five or six. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, why are companies using Kickstarters now to fund projects? This is happening everywhere. Like this is where yeah. your, your capital is just. Well, I think a lot of them got this idea from Sanderson because he basically. He said he was writing he was gonna write three books, but he didn't want to distribute them through a major publisher. He wanted them to go right to his biggest fans. And dude, his Kickstarter campaign raised like forty million. Yeah. Like he made he's he's got it's the biggest nuts. Kickstarter in history. Yeah, I watched yeah. I watched one of his videos on doing that last year or something. It was pretty yeah. it, you know. It was what it yeah. was. He was and, explaining and, his position. He basically you get from from the video you see who he is, right? Yeah. And he's just seems to be this really affable, gregarious like chubby nerdy guy who seems just like a really sweet guy. Like he just seems like a really nice guy. Right. Like I've watched some of his videos too. And I can't imagine the thing that struck people about this article in wired was that it was like, it was so, it was such a dick. It's one thing to say like, okay, Brandon Sanderson's writing is kind of formulaic. It's kind of derivative. It's not actually the best, like the stylistically, the prose is kind of flat. Like these are my criticisms, right? And I've read his books. And in fact, uh, Stormlight Archive, which is his some, like magnum opus, supposed to be ten books long. He's on book four. Got through the first three, and I got to book four, and I was like, I, I, I can't, I can't. Dude, do it. <laughs> I was like, I that's can't. how I felt with the Wheel of Time. I was like, I think I got to the fourth or fifth book, and I was like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> Wheel of Time. Here's the funny thing. Wheel of Time. I liked Wheel of Time, and I'll tell you what. Wheel of Time. I was really done with it, and when. When Robert Jordan died and Sanderson picked up and wrote the last three books, I was like right back in it because mm. he he basically Robert Jordan is a good is a better writer of actual like prose like he actually writes better prose like the way he writes right but he gets totally lost in the weeds of his own crazy plot threads whereas Brandon Sanderson is a very plain. That's Pro why I style. got out because there were plot threads going off in a million different directions. There right. was like a A See, plot, a B plot, a C plot, a D plot, and it just kept going. And he lost through. track of it. He lost he lost the plot of his own plot. But Sanderson doesn't do that. Well, like I said, his prose is very plain, but he has a whole group. Well, he has two friends of his, a husband and wife that are his friends. They're nerds like him. They're probably also Mormons. They live near him. 
They work at his house with him, and they keep track. Oh, hey, Goy. Herschel here. Are you listening to a free fag episode of The Daily Shower? Do you need a small personal loan so you can afford a paywall subscription? I may be able to help you out. For the very low price of just $10 a month, you can listen to Mike finish his talking points without annoying promotional bits like this one. Log on to therightstuff.biz slash paywall and pick the payment option that best suits your white man's agency level. E-checks, money order by mail, or cryptocurrency. Support TRS's efforts in shutting down yids like me. Gov. Every character, every thread, they have it all mapped out. They've got it all like little Pepe oh, Sylvia. Pepe, They've got that the all story in office. Bibles, this is, the story Bibles must be bigger than actual Bibles at this point. Right. And so but, but so what he makes a very – he that. makes the point of, of the plot has to be tight. And it all has to fit together and make sense. And, and you have to go – and he has his team. Like if he's going to have a character that hasn't been around in this latest book, he skipped the book. They have to go back and okay, what was this guy doing? Is it is it consistent? Everything. So it will be. That's why he, when he wrapped up the Wheel of Time, it was good because all this shit that Jordan had all over the place, he 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 wound it all back together into a tight story and finished it off. Anyway, it is what it is, right? I like some of his books, but I've gotten bored with it. I got bored with Stormlight Archive. Although the first fucking good book was great, book one of that is really good. Um, and in any case. That be that as it may, it's clear that this was a faggot who just hated this guy. Yeah. And the thing is, Sanderson responded, and he was, of course, like way too. What, I'm reading nice. the response. He's just, it's just like, wow, <laughs> way too fucking nice, right? And and his fan base, they were being like, this is an attack on nerds. Like this wasn't just an attack on nerds. There's a so there's a fat cultural angle here because like, yes. Like San Francisco exactly. faggots see themselves as a there's cultural. There's a power audience. angle too. Yeah, they're, they're snobs. It's they're, they're not they're, snobs. they're not just snobs. Now, one of the things that people were saying is, and this is an easy thing to get wrong, they're like this faggot writer is jealous that Brandon Sanderson has so much money. I was like, I don't think that's what it is. No, it's not. He does comment on how much money he has. It's not so much that he's like he's got a lot of money, but he's not a good writer. I'm jealous. He shouldn't have that much money. It's no, it's more like I'm a San Francisco faggot. He's a white family man. He's not, he's actually doesn't identify as conservative, but what's funny is when he does talk about politics, he says he's like, he basically says he's like fiscally liberal, but socially conservative. He actually kind of says that, which, you know, of course he's never would be like a Nazi or anything like that. But anyway, the thing is, the fags from the fag perspective, it's not like I want to have that money. It's like he shouldn't be allowed to have it because he's going to do bad things with it. And I saw some of the fags that were responding on Twitter to this were saying like, yeah, they were saying Jason. They're like he, he did this wrong because he was just a dick. He should have actually had a very cogent critique of Brandon Sanderson's relationship to the LDS church and his financial contributions to it instead of just being an asshole because they're like the real issue here is that this guy has a lot of money and he's got a lot of fans. Therefore he has a certain amount of social power and he uses that to contribute to what gays see as an anti-gay institution. It's not really anymore. And Brandon Sanderson isn't really anti-gay, although he, he got like trolled into putting gay, a gay, he got trolled into putting a very minor 
very, very, very minor gay side character in one of his books. And I was extremely disappointed. And it, this was the result of a, of a campaign. His editor is also Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, his name is like Moishi Mordecai or something. I've got it's, oh, you can see it that in the in the dedications. I, I'd have to his books are in the other room. Yeah, you can see in the dedication to his books to this one editor who's obviously a Jew. So I'm assuming he was told you have to put some LGBT character in one of your books because he had just not been doing it, just not been doing it. And unlike George R. R. Martin, whose books are softcore pornography and have all kinds of degenerate shit in them, his books don't. He doesn't do. He had. They have people have relationships, but there's no there's no cringy sex scene. Like that you get in some of these awful other fantasy books, you know, there's none of that. Like he's just a story. Anyway, so, so it wasn't just the, it wasn't just a resentful faggot. It was this guy is like this white Mormon shouldn't have fifty five million dollars. He he shouldn't have this ability but because to have cultural gonna, impact. He's going to enjoy Asian food wrong. It's not, it's not even that though. It's no. It's because he's not because he's not the type of person that's supposed to have this kind of clout. And all these other petty little snipes in him are are just a way of conveying that message. This dude's like, I'm the faggot. I'm the San Francisco faggot. I'm the cultural elite. How dare this dumb goy, this dumb goy from Utah? How dare he be enjoying some success and some satisfaction mm-hmm. in life? And and even worse, even worse. I go to his house and he's got a wife and, and she loves him. Of course, his wife loves him. He's like contemptuous of the fact, literally in the opening paragraphs of the article, he documents himself making fun of Sanderson's wife for being his biggest fan. Yeah. Saw that. And it's like, what? 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 So, so here you have two very nice people who love each other and have a family. And they've got a circle of friends that, and that he lets his friends in and enjoy his success and his wealth. Like everything about this guy is just nice. And everything about these people is just nice and sweet people. And this fucking faggot comes in. Wait, just says, don't these people, like, these are just, don't these people know they're not supposed to have nice things? Don't they know they're not supposed to be happy and have nice things? And yeah, have, and we're have trying some to, kind of social power. We're trying to rule, yeah. we're trying to ruin this worldwide. And this guy is still, this guy's one of these legacy, one of these legacy yeah. people that still has, uh, still has influence in entertainment. Well, not for long. We're just going to do what yeah, we can. He snuck in through the back door because a lot of people just like reading his books. And, and the fact is that it's it's true that, like, George R. R. Martin gets all kinds of mainstream coverage. And his his books were made into this big show. But that's because he's a fucking degenerate. Yep. George R. R. Martin is a big, fat liberal. If you read his blog, <clears throat> he was like he was constantly blogging about how, how much he hated Trump and how he was like desperate for Trump to get taken down. I'm like. Aren't you supposed to be finishing your fucking series, asshole? <laughs> yeah, Where's book five coming out, right? Yeah, here, here are some samples from the fag. Uh, yeah. So recklessly, I say what's in my mind. I have to. His wife is there, his biggest fan. Always his first reader, making polite comments. I don't care. Maybe nobody writes about you, I say to Sanderson, because you don't write very well. It's kind of a mean thing to say. He's just being a dick. Like, he's yeah, just being just a dick. just being a dick. And, like, this is why I thought maybe this guy was Jewish, but then I thought again, like, no, nah, I think he's just a vindictive faggot. 
because I think a Jew would be would play this a little bit smarter. You know, a Jew a Jew would play this a little this bit smarter. Would... He's a faggot that's not very self conscious because he he goes on later to describe the fact that Sanderson has this uh, screening room. He's got like a, a theater. Mm. Like a twenty-eight seat theater, right? Yeah. So Sanderson takes him in there to demonstrate the theater. And earlier in the article, the fag was trying to build up to the point where uh, I, I laughed, I even cried, I even cried. And then he gets to the point where he cries. He's going to describe that for you. And he says, <laughs> "I do cry the next night, my last in Utah. We're down in Sanderson's below-ground movie theater." In plush red leather seats that not only recline but also have adjustable headrests. He wants to show the specs off, so he plays the opening scene of The Greatest Showman. I don't tell him that while I like musicals, I hate The Greatest Showman and especially Hugh Jackman. The scene starts. The chair shakes with otherworldly sound. When Hugh, lame Hugh, opens his mouth to sing, I can't help it. I burst into tears. So he's got this fag in his little private movie theater who's crying because Hugh Jackman is in a musical. And he's probably and, putting and the musical. And then he writes this in his article. He writes it down and puts it in the fucking article. Like, and Brandon dude. Sanderson probably put that on because he knew the dude was a faggot. And he was like, you must like musical theater. <laughs> and here's the thing. What the fuck right do you? As the faggot, what right do you have to criticize anybody else's artistic vision if you like musical theater? If you like musical theater, you have no fucking it's, right it's to say the fantasy that the fantasy novel genre, which has its cringy moments, is cringe. There is nothing cringier. There is nothing cringier and more lowbrow and pleb than musical theater. And well, faggots, there is one thing. Crying in Brandon Sanderson's private movie theater because Hugh Jackman is doing a musical. <laughs> Literally crying. <laughs> but the other insufferable thing, it took me a little bit of time to find this one. You read the whole thing. I couldn't. He was myself. always banging on the Asian food in Utah because he's a faggot from, I guess, San Francisco or wherever. Uh, but he says, uh, after I recover from Hugh and 4D, Sanderson collects his 15-year-old and we all drive to dinner. This time the food is better. Utah Japanese. Sanderson and I order ramen. He salts his. Then I watch his son salt his yakisoba. I could cry again. I could cry again. I mean, it's hard somebody to put shit. a condiment on Asian food. Well, you maybe just need this guy's just... Is there not enough salt in the Japanese food? I don't know. I, I don't either. know what yakisoba is. Isn't I don't know either. Isn't Asian food supposed to have like a bunch of MSG in it, and that's the sodium you're supposed to? I don't know. Well, this is Japanese. It's like sushi, so it's supposed to be like fresh and natural. It's not like the. It's not like American Chinese food, which is just like drowned in brown sauce, which is just so it's MSG. Just like more authentic garbage. Like I just don't give a fuck. I don't know. Hey, it's your worst possible nightmare. It's the sound of Borzoi interrupting whatever wonderful talking point Mike is making right now, interrupting your own train of thought. And you're in this position listening to me right now, well, because you're listening to the free version of this show. You're not even getting all the content, and now you have to listen to me. Is this what you want? Is it really? This is the, You want to hear this? You want to hear me? That just can't possibly be what you want. So if you want to rectify that issue, go to therightstuff.biz slash paywall. You can make one-time donations and get three months, six months, even a year.
So why are you doing this to yourself? This has to be especially troubling because I'm not even going to check the audio on how this sounds. So you could also be listening to just terrible audio right now. So why not just stop doing this to yourself and get behind the paywall at the rightstuff.biz slash paywall. I mean, who cares? Who, no, just, I like Japanese food, but who fucking cares? My, it's like my my faggot audience back in San Fran will read this and they'll they'll all nod. This is like oh. fa- that's like high level faggot signaling where it's like it's like these it petty these petty little social things that are meant to delineate status, you know. So, uh, and so I haven't there is, seen any responses to this article where everybody has just come out and or anybody has come out and said the obvious, which is it's just an insufferable faggot. So I know, and that's that's, that's what is kind of annoying. And Brandon Sanderson, I think, is actually telling his fans to lay Leave off alone, so that that yeah. doesn't happen, because he probably doesn't want someone just coming into like his fan communities and just start throwing around like this dude is. But the thing is, this Brandon Sanderson made concessions to the faggot community, probably under pressure from what I saw as an organized campaign. Of people that are because there are gay people in these fantasy and these these sci-fi fantasy subgenres. Yeah, and and of course when they get into them, they don't just get into them because they are also like enjoyers. They get into them because they want to exercise power over what was a previously right. what they see as like a untouched group, right? And then they so want to go in. And when you don't like it, they want to mock you because oh, you're losing your safe space, snowflake. It's like, well, yeah, right, exactly. And, and so that's the whole point of it. it's political. The, he, so it was a it was a politically an organized political campaign of people saying they were his fans going into his chats going into his groups saying when are you going to have an LGBT character for a while he was saying well I might do it but I want to do it in a way that's like valid to the story not just throw a character in there just because because that feels cheap which is something like almost any writer would say that right. Mm-hmm. But then I'm assuming also his Jewish editor probably got involved and then he did put this character in. But of course, once you, the other thing is it's like, here's the dynamic, Brandon. Once you do it, because it was a side character of a side character. Okay. The character was like a side character. It was like a side character's side character. So it's like not part of the main story at all. And if he never wrote the character about the character again, it would be fine. Um, they're going to just demand more. That's not going to be good enough. Right. This like tiny one guy. And of course, in the story, the way the other characters play it off is like, this is just something normal. Like, OK, this guy is just this way. It's whatever. We don't think about it or talk about it too much, which is exactly how the kind of the basic bitch conservative wants to incorporate mm-hmm. this shit in like the black, the gay. Oh, it's just a thing. You're just this type of person. Not that all individuals. It's whatever. You're this way. We're this way. Right. But it's never that way. Right. It's never that way. That was a bait and switch that they got right. conservatives to go along with it. It's actually a power thing. And once you give them a little bit, they're going to take more and they're going to take more. And they're going to take more until your books are ruined. Right. And so I think what he should do. But then again, but of course, or so until, they, this, or until they, them, they bully your editors and publishers and you just not you, you don't get to make books anymore if you don't do it. Right. Yeah, that's, that's the other well, outcome. They, they they'll do. probably always make him have books because yeah. they make a lot of money, but mm. they'll, they'll just start sucking. And of course, like everything. Um, I, I expect that even fantasy novels in the fantasy genre sucks now because even authors that I liked that wrote books like 10, 15 years ago, anything they come out with now has gay shit in it. Joe Abercrombie is another author who I liked his first series and I can't read the shit now because he put all kinds of fucking garbage in it. And, and the thing is, he actually got panned because of it. 
Hmm. The fans hated his latest series. Sure. I didn't buy a sing- I didn't buy a single copy because I saw the reviews. I was like, nah, not gonna do it. Anyway, um, hmm. I don't know, but it's 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 the thing is it's like you have to. They're gonna continually have the upper hand, even though this guy's a dick, and nobody wants to uh, stick up for him. Even other other gays and and other people in like this literary review world, they're like, this is they're like this was. They they kind of are, are criticizing Jason Kef for like having botched it. They're like, you fucked up. Like I've seen gay people saying like you messed up because what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to do like this cogent. And they were saying literally someone I saw someone tweeting and they had like a faggot and a Ukraine flag in their profile. So, you know where they stand. And they were like, I went in to the thing looking forward to a cogent takedown of Sanderson and Sanderson's culture and his financial and political support for the LDS church. What I got instead was just somebody being nasty to like a, a seemingly nice person. And it's a bad look. So yeah. that's the critique that other. So, so apparently there was some plan. There's somehow this was discussed. So like this gay guy knew who Jason Kerr was, knew he was writing this was like, Oh, I'm looking forward to him doing the, the kind of takedown that we need. We need this this big, wealthy, famous author who's still supporting some things that we don't approve of to get, you know, taken down. But oh, now we just look like assholes. Well, yeah. Well, hey. how is that? How else is that supposed to work out? Like everyone knows that about him. Even I knew that about him, and I'm not a fan. It's like, but it's not going to be news to anyone, and it's not going to take him down. Like, are his fans suddenly going to revolt? Because this faggot. No. Just, it's a it's a weird thing. I'm I have this blogger up from winteriscoming.net and he says the article was so needlessly mean that you need to read the full thing to believe it like I kept waiting for it to reveal itself as some kind of elaborate satire which is pretty funny like yeah. he's just like oh it just stayed mean the whole time <laughs> yeah no he's just a total dick like he's like he's literally you know it kind of made me think of was like Rob Cohen from Marty's book oh, yeah. but then the thing I remembered is that in Marty's book the Rob character is actually not needlessly mean like he hates the people right. that he's there writing about but he's looking for the right angle right he's constantly mm-hmm. trying to find the right way to attack them because again if rob cohen were to have succumbed to his because he's jewish right, right. That's, that's that's the one the brilliant thing about that book is that he rob cohen is jewish and i and i like that marty actually chose to write from that point of view it was a very interesting uh, way he did that but like rob cohen is like um he wants desperately to take this whole thing down. And he's constantly looking. He's like, where's the dirty secret? Where's the dirty secret? Or yeah, where's right, the right, thing right. I can use as the dirty secret that will finally destroy this whole thing that these guys are doing yeah. well, let's take out a, there in middle America? Let's do and a break. Of, right. If you were to just be yeah. mean and let's, nasty. Well, let's yeah, do a break. I, I right. Let's do a break right there because we can look at the response because um, Sanderson wrote about that aspect of, of it a little bit in his response. It's, it's kind of funny to look at. But uh, oh, okay. we're a little over time here, so let's pick that back right. up after uh, we post hour one. Uh, we'll be right back. Sorry, free fags. You're not going to know how it is. Today's uh, show up as racist and sexist as they can be. We're going to offend you, isn't it funny? La, 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 la. 